This is Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepard. Boy, it is, uh, it's great to be able to sit down and have the conversation I think we're going to have today, Ed. I'm encouraged, too. It's very different from normal, isn't it? Right, yeah. Ed Cannon is president of the Far East Broadcasting Company. You probably knew that. Uh, and we created this podcast because we wanted a kind of a behind-the-scenes look at what FEBC does and why we do it. We're going to get into the why today. Sure, and of course, typically what Wayne and I do is we speak with our directors and places like Ukraine and Indonesia and Hong Kong and places all around the world where FEBC is doing ministry. But of course, ministry means more than just speaking into a microphone. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of elements of work that we need to do in order to allow those talented and gifted and passionate young people uh, to be broadcasting the gospel all around the world. So today we're privileged to have with us uh, David Wolin, who's the vice president of development for FEBC US. And essentially that means, you know, it's uh, communication, public relations, but also uh, fundraising and awareness. And in order to do a great job, it's been my belief from the very beginning that we needed someone who's passionately aligned with the mission of FEBC. Right. And that mission is to declare the gospel powerfully through media so that our listeners will be inspired to follow Jesus Christ. And that's the mission statement. But just a little bit deeper than that is what does FEBC do? We proclaim the gospel through media using indigenous staff who speak the local language, networked with the local churches. But perhaps today a little bit of an emphasis on And we preach it to those people who are what we call least reached, not areas that have been evangelized or have lots of churches on the ground, but the hardest to reach people. So that's not the path of least resistance. Why why do that? Well, because those people who have heard Wayne have already heard. Hmm. It's our job, as it says in Romans chapter 15, my aim is to preach the gospel where Christ has not been named. Right so that I will not build on someone else's foundation. But as it is written, those who were not told about him will see, and those who have not heard will understand. And that comes from Isaiah. But um, it's it's our goal to take the gospel using radio to places where it's, where it's never been preached before. And I know this is where David's heart resounds. Right. So we'll, let's quit talking, Wayne, and sure, sure, right. introduce our guest and let David have a few things David, to say. welcome. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good <laughs> Great to, be to have you here. I know you resonate with this message. Oh, deeply. Uh, I think it runs from Genesis to Revelation, God's heart for the unreached, using our terminology today, and I think Paul's. But even from the very beginning, this was this was what creation was for. It was uh, it was it was for Adam and Eve to have dominion over the whole world, that there would be communion between God and the, the, the all of his creation, men and women created in his image. And that's where we see uh, the story of Scripture going, consummating in Revelation. So we're in that in-between time. And how are we going to get there? We've got to bring the gospel to the unreached. So that's what we do at the Far East Broadcasting Company, and we're privileged to do it, right? I mean, this is just, this is what God has called us to do, Ed. That's absolutely right. And I, I look back at, at my career of 10 years here at the Far East Broadcasting Company, and the number one goal for me personally is to continue to focus FEBC's efforts on our mission, which is proclaiming the gospel to people that have not heard. And so we're not preaching to the choir. We're not radio for Christians. We're trying to get the gospel into the hearts and minds of people who don't yet know him for the purposes of of inspiring them to follow Jesus Christ. 
So therefore, you know, you said it, it, it's more difficult to do that. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but you're not going to accomplish evangelizing the world right. if you're not speaking to those people who have never heard. David, is this at least one of the, the main reason why you came to the Far East Broadcasting Company? Absolutely. Yeah, I've actually, I've been in the, I say I've been in the FEBC orbit for a long time. I know you have, yeah. yeah. In Christian radio and right. media. I mean, I believe in this. I, I've even said if the Apostle Paul were alive today, he'd be on the radio, right? <laughs> his, his heart was always, how do I bring the gospel effectively? I'm not sure how you make tents on the radio, but I understand, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just use your imagination. <laughs> yeah, so actually, David was involved with Far East as a, a sort of an outside consultant. Mm-hmm and uh, serving many ministries, uh, and FEBC was just one. And, you know, one day I sat down in your office and I said, if you'd ever really have the heart to just serve at the Far East Broadcasting Company, I would like to invite you to consider that as a possibility. And I think, what was it, David, that uh, encouraged you that this was the ministry that you thought you wanted to participate in? Your mission is my mission. And I don't say that as a consultant. I say that as a, a follower of Jesus. This is this is what we're called to. You know, if this is the heartbeat of God, if I'm being transformed into the image of Christ, I love the things he loves. I hate the things that he hates. And God loves to shine light into darkness. And that's what FEBC is doing. We're beaming light into some of the darkest places in the world. Let's go a little deeper in this mission then. I know you've uh, got a lot of thoughts about this and put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, that's right. Well, and and the we've, we've used the word unreached today. A couple of years ago, I was just thinking about our perspective in the Western church and our awareness of global missions. And I think that there is a deep and common passion in the pews all across faithful churches all over the world, certainly here in America. And there's a longing to know that we're being effective. You know, most churches have a pretty significant missions budget. Where is that going? Well, we want to see people coming to Jesus, but how is that really happening? Where is that happening? What's really effective? And there's kind of a disconnect I think between the pews and what's happening on the ground in reality. And and here's the reality, something that uh, fortunately it's not just FEBC. There's a whole lot of people that have brought this to light over the last 10 years or so. But there's about 8 billion people in the world and about 5.2 billion of them live in what's called the 1040 window, 10, la- 10 degrees and 40 degrees latitude mm-hmm. north. And that covers North Africa, Middle East. But the bulk of the population is in Southeast Asia of that 5.2 billion 3.2 are considered unreached. And unreached doesn't mean non-Christian. Unreached means never, unlikely never to hear the gospel. Yeah. May not, and a, lot of, a lot of them don't even have the Bible in their own language. That's the, that's the exciting thing when you think about where global missions is, is headed and needs to focus. That's where FEBC's heart and focus and ministry is located. So you see, Wayne, why we hired David. <laughs> yeah. In addition to the fact that his heart is aligned with the mission, he's passionate about reaching the unreached. Um, his his current role here at, at Far East Broadcasting Company is to communicate that mission to uh, partners, to supporters, uh, to churches, to foundations, and therefore help FEBC to be able to fund these powerful ministries. And in my mind, it's impossible for somebody to do that job who's not really engaged with believing that what we're doing is important, that what we're doing is unique and distinctive, and that therefore it is a valuable partner for many people to cooperate with, as we're all called as disciples of Jesus Christ to proclaim the good news. This is the mission that's driving us, and at the same time, while we fulfill that and do our part in fulfilling that mission, 
we're encouraging others. You mentioned churches a while ago. How can we help churches fulfill this mission? Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think awareness is one, uh, and prayer is another. In fact, a, a couple of years ago, we started thinking about what is it that FEBC we want FEBC to be known for, and. Obviously, we've, we've wonderful testimonies of how God has broken into the darkness, people coming to Christ. These are people that have become reached. And so we, we talk a lot about people that are reached, but we don't continue to exist and press forward for the sake of what has already happened. We're here because of what has not yet happened. Right, We're here because right. of a vision and what God will yet do. When, when people think about FEBC, my hope is that they think one word, and that's unreached, because mm. that's why we exist. <laughs> and when the Lord returns and there are no more unreached, there won't be any more FEBC. It'll just be hallelujah <laughs> around the throne like Revelation 7, every tribe, tongue, and nation. But until then, we need to, we need to be rallying together. And, and so you said, why churches? Well, for, for one, that, that is God's plan A, the church. And we often say FEBC isn't a replacement for the church. No. We're here to assist and to, and to help. And in some ways, in many ways, we're the, we're the tip of the spear, but we don't do it alone. And prayer is a huge piece of it. We don't do this simply by having good strategy or being well-funded. All, all the revivals in history, you think back to the, the Moravians or the Great Awakening, there was concentrated incredible prayer that would put us to shame today that we're fueling those. And it was a work of the spirit. We need that kind of prayer for the work that we're doing on the field in the hardest places. So how do we mobilize the church? How do we equip the church to have that kind of passion? Well, we, 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 we hope to do much more in the future, but what we have right now is a monthly resource and that will continue um, we call it unreached in focus, and this is frankly just something. It's 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 free. It's something to inspire the imagination and hearts of people in the pews. So it's resources for churches. Every month we focus on something different. It'll be uh, maybe an issue like the ten forty window that's just useful to put in front of the church. Talk a little bit about it. So we provide a little bit of background context for whoever's presenting. But the hope is that at least once a month in a service, a church is stopping and pausing as part of its regular rhythms uh, of worship to stop and focus and pray for, for, for where the gospel is going forward to those who haven't heard and just to pray as a church. Um, so we're thinking once a month ask is, is not a lot to ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that resource will come with that sample prayers, uh, some high quality, high res slides you can put up on the screen. Uh, but the main thing is let's pray church. Let's pray. Yeah. And you know, I've seen this work Wayne, um, where churches who are called to be part of a global mission, a global outreach, we're all called to that great commission, uh, from the Lord Jesus. But FEBC has the privilege of seeing firsthand what's going on in places like India and Pakistan and Indonesia and Japan and China. And it is our obligation, since God has given us that knowledge and that insight, to share that with believers here in the United States who need to understand at a deeper level not only what's going on overseas, but at the same time how they can help, how they can pray, how they can support— And I I just find enormous interest on behalf of churches when we share these resources with them. What's it like to be a Christian in in Indonesia, for example, the largest Muslim country in the world? How do churches exist? How do they thrive? What kind of messages do they hear? What are the struggles of the everyday Christian in those places? And it gives us a much higher appreciation of the freedoms we have in this country to worship God as we choose— 
And with that benefit comes responsibility. Yes. With those freedoms come the responsibility to do whatever we can to support Christ's global outreach through organizations like FABC and those who are serving uh, for the least reached around the world. I'm seeing it more clearly now. We really connect people and churches with, you know, that's sort of theoretical. They know they want to do this, yeah. but we connect them with the reality of what's out there in the world because mm-hmm. we're in all these different mm-hmm. countries, right? And these resources aren't just information. It's just not stories and testimonies and reports. David has a collection of uh, extraordinary photographs, which can be used as a resource if you're wanting to talk to your church. Here's pictures, and it brings it to life. Wonderful. And it really makes uh, the ability of a church to communicate uh, the need for and the progress of international mission. Okay. And how do people connect with this? We can just go to febc.org, febc.org, and you can look for Unreached in Focus. We usually keep it on, pretty high up on the homepage. And this is, like I said, there's no obligation here. This is just enter your email and you'll just receive this email once a month. And we, sometimes we include a little something extra. We'll do a video uh, of Mongolia and a neat thing that's happened there recently. But every month you'll know that you'll get what you need to serve your church, whether your church is supporting FEBC or not. This isn't necessarily no, what not that's, the issue, right? that's not what this is about. The Lord has always provided for FEBC and there's a lot of excitement of people wanting to partner with us. But this is about prayer uh, so that the, the 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 spirit of God in power is moving and supporting our workers. So if I as an individual want to get this, I can go to the website. I can get this, but also I could be the catalyst for my church you to get more could. involved. That's, that's really could. kind of the hope here, isn't it? Yeah, and frankly, I would. If, if any of you listening right now are either a, either a pastor or a leader, you just would like to contact us on behalf of your church. I would love to talk with you. Uh, go to the contact form and just say to David's attention and just let me know. I'll connect with you, but we would love to interact with your church. And it's very common for us to go and speak at a missions conference or, or share when invited. Uh, so we'd love to do that for your church if you have any interest. So on the website, again, look for Unreached in Focus. Mm-hmm. Those are the key words to look for on That's the website. Right. Un- and this will lead Unreached you in focus. to these resources that David's talked about. So it's wonderful, Wayne, that all these podcasts we've done over the last months, years, maybe, you know, we ask for you, our listeners, to pray for our courageous broadcasters in places like Kyrgyzstan and mm-hmm. Pakistan and yeah. Ukraine. And But today I'd say, you know, just because that's the visible part of the ministry, that's the front end. Having people like David Woolen, passionate about the mission of the organization, incredibly gifted with his ability to communicate and to engage those of you here in the United States who are partners of FEBC and prayer and support is a very valuable tool that we have. So I would also ask that you pray not for just for those people on the front lines, but for people like David and his staff Mm -hmm. who serve very, very diligently to get the word of the gospel out to places around the world that we could not do without his support. Yeah. Well, why don't we pray for David right now? You bring it up, Ed. Would you lead us in prayer? I'd be happy to. Lord, we often default to praying for people in places like Ukraine on the front line where bombs are blowing up and people are being injured and killed and they're out there proclaiming the gospel because that's what's obvious to us. But Lord, now I lift up all of the saints who serve you, people who serve not only broadcasting but administrating and in cases like David Wolin serving behind the scenes in terms of communication for FEBC and and development and 
sharing with those people who are partners of FEBC how we're able to serve and how they might help. I pray for our administrators, our um, secretaries, Lord, executive assistants, and even people um, in accounting who add up the numbers. Lord, it is a teamwork. It is an effort on the behalf of many people to allow us to be able to please you with the progress of uh, the work overseas to proclaim the good news. We thank you, Lord, and praise you for all these outcomes. And we ask all of you who are listening today to join us in supporting the team around the world who do many different things on behalf of Jesus Christ, our Savior, to fulfill his great commission. And we pray this, Lord, in the name of your Son. Amen. Amen. David Wallen, we're so glad the Lord has uh, brought you to this team. To we work certainly are. Ed. Yeah, it's a, privilege. it's a great team that's working together on behalf of the Great Commission and reaching the unreached. We want you to think unreached as we conclude this program today of our podcast until all have heard. Our producer is Joe Carlson. Let me give the website again. It's so critical you go there. Look for Unreached in Focus. There's a prayer guide. There's other resources available. Go to febc.org. Hey, thanks for listening to Until All Have Heard.